On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if robots should be murdered or adopted into the family with MODOK. Will the taste buds be okay with a buddy episode of Loki when one of the buddies isn't Owen Wilson? And if the hosts of the hit podcast, So Is He Captain America, ever figure out if he is actually Captain America? All of that and more on an all-new Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet where we review every single live-action television show based on a comic book or a comic book property. My name is Cassie, and I will be the host of this episode. I'm, I'm in studio. Everything's set right this week. You guys, last week we had a bit of a throw. Um, Mike wasn't here, but our prodigal son has returned. We do have Mike I.L. here. How's it going? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yes. Michael is the fucking simpering shit <laughs> angel. I don't like that at all. Do you want? Are you saying you want to go by your different nickname? Yeah. Can I? Can we release that on the pod right release now? Release it now. Okay. You will from here on out be known as Piss Baby. Just so I'm the Piss Baby. Got the bracelet to prove it, Little and that's the start of my rap. <laughs> and and oddly enough, <laughs> Little Piss Baby is in the house. Welcome back, Piss Baby. Thank you. It's we good miss, to be here. We missed you for that whole week that we thought you were dead. Oh yeah, I was. Uh, that's why I'm here in person. Because I had to dodge all trains, planes, and automobiles because I've been dodging a certain assassin for the last week. Yeah. I've come here to confront her. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get to that confrontation, you know we got Ryan here. Ryan, how's it going? Hey, Cassie. Um, things are fine, and I'm not trying to kill anyone, and no one's trying to kill me. So. Suspicious. Must be nice. <laughs> but also, I know normally I wouldn't think you would be trying to kill somebody, but it is weird that you offered that right up the front. I say that nobody's trying to kill me, and I'm not trying to kill anybody else. Great. That's good to know. I feel like this I is... I said I'm not trying to kill anybody else. Not trying to. I got you I loud and clear. I said it four times. That means it has to be true. <laughs> Why did Beetlejuice just show up? <laughs> we do have, I think what's putting everybody on edge is Caitlin is back. Caitlin from Unnatural 20s. Hi, I'm innocent. I didn't do anything. I know I was there. I mean, I wasn't there, but hi. Hey, Mike. It's good to see you. No, you can back up. It's uh, good to see you. <laughs> did we, last week, did we talk about, last week was a long time ago, mm-hmm. a ski or a sky chair? Yeah, accident? like a yeah. little toboggan thing or whatever right. those are. Yeah. I was on a lovely summer outing taking in the mountains on a ski lift uh-huh. and then it cut and i heard this weird cackle and wait hold on unrelated yeah. to anything yeah caitlin cackle real quick <laughs> oh oh god oh. <laughs> shivers down the spine that is exactly what it sounded like uh any everyone's been on a ski chair or sky lift thing and knows that if it gets cut you very quickly climb to the top grab the wire mm-hmm. swing to your safety yeah yes. yeah george of the jungle yeah i didn't do that yeah <laughs> well i'm glad you're still here even though you broke both your legs at least you made it. That's yeah. all that really I matters. I army crawled <laughs> oh, <laughs> way. mountain passes. But you know what? If you end up in the Savage Land like uh, Professor X, it's all going to be okay for you. We just got you to the Savage Lands now. Yeah. I just I love like Mike's patented landing. Uh, you know how like Iron Man has the way he lands? Yeah. Uh, Mike's is uh, flat feet, knees locked. I just <laughs> land like this. And then you break your legs. 
the superhero landing. Yeah. Caitlin, do you need to clear any air? Like, I can't have you trying to murder Mike this whole podcast. So, um, like, do you want to just try to settle this beef right now? I mean, I didn't do anything. You can't prove anything. He's alive. So, um, I think I think <laughs> we're all true. good. He is alive. Attempted crimes aren't real crimes. That's that right. The last few years taught us. <laughs> I'm not here up. to kill anybody. No, nope. <laughs> absolutely nobody. Um, speaking of killing, though, we will talk about a bit of killing in our main event when we talk about Modoc. But first, it's time for some shushies. We are back, and it's time for the shushies. We got all dressed up. It's award season, and okay. This- so this is why most award shows hand all the awards out on the same night because running in, putting on tuxedos, coming out. Doing one segment and then changing back to normal clothes. It's, That's getting old. It's a lot. Yeah. And we have to dry clean it every time because yeah. this like 10 minute segment, it really, it's the, amount, the well, amount of sweat. Plus craft services is purely like chili, yeah. s'mores, just the messiest <laughs> kinds of food. Oh, I thought you meant makes us shit our pants. <laughs> and it makes, well, yeah. And I keep renting the same tux and the guys get real sick of me. <laughs> I've tried to talk to them about it, but they said, no, the sloppier, the better. And one day we need to learn. So... I guess that's just the fate we have to do. But, Ryan, this week, what award are we giving away? We're doing Sidekick Cassie, a fucking staple of the superhero genre. Yes. Famous ones include Batman Sidekick. Mm-hmm. That, that one. Others. That Others. kid. Et cetera, et cetera. That fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to talk about, like, are you, do you want me to talk about, like, what it means to me? What a sidekick means to you? Yeah. Yeah. Mike, sidekick, what is it? Uh, sidekick to me is like an older, should be more mature, but somehow more immature redhead version of me. Mm-hmm. That's just like who will support you with insults. Yes. And only secret hugs when nobody can look. That's my kind of sidekick. I knew you guys were having secret hugs. I fucking knew this. I think yeah. I think sidekick is important. Um, this is one of the rare occasions where you can say the younger the better mm-hmm. and say it in a sexy way. <laughs> uh, but I like... Like sometimes Batman's rocking like nine year old Robins, and that's fucking awesome. <laughs> In the shortest speedos, <laughs> Again, not sexily. No, just, he's like, I want to keep Gotham safe. Give me a nine year old right Give now. Give me the youngest <laughs> child soldier this uh, side goes, of the Atlantic. Goes to the orphanage. I'll take your youngest orphan, please. <laughs> <laughs> They're dispensable, so you know. Is do you guys think that so Robins is a clear psychic, but is Alfred like? Does that count as well? I, you gotta have the tech guy. Like yeah. the tech guy counts as a sidekick, I would say. Alfred is definitely the progenitor of the man in the chair for every one of our shows. Yeah. Oracles and Cisco's yeah. and DC is more DC has more sidekicks than Marvel, it seems. Marvel doesn't really care that much. Yeah, Marvel has adult partnerships who fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. Um, we but... call it amalgamate in um, the comic book world. Amalgamate. Uh do we have the uh nominations for this? Yes. Yes, we do. And guess who's coming in with those? It's a me. All right. So there are your nominations for... Oh, and it's one at a time. And okay. And we talk for 30 minutes per nomination. Okay. It's so important your, that it goes 30 minutes. Your first nominee is from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Duh. Deke. I thought you were just calling him Duh. Duh. That's just a sound he makes. That's not no, a No, that's the end of S.H.I.E.L.D. Duh. This is, uh, I will say this. This is last year's winner. And yeah. people do not win two shows she's in a row. That's true. But Jeff but, Ward, can he pull it out? This if anybody was could, Deke could. The year of, I forget what Deke's like hair metal ripoff band was. Yeah. yeah. I forgot the name of that one, too. There was the Chopping Mall episode mm-hmm. where uh-huh. he fought a bunch of killer robots um, and then like sacrificed himself, right, for the team? Uh, yeah. yeah. And the, the mark of any good sidekick is eventually you get a bunch of sidekicks who are even worse than you <laughs> that you think are awesome, but you're the people you are sidekicking. 
uh, thinker dog shit and every good sidekick, and I'm telling you this at some point, Ryan, needs to sacrifice himself for the good of the team. <laughs> uh, the fact that you're calling me your sidekick, like this is some bit you're doing, is beyond laughable. Uh, you are my sidekick and always will be. Uh, does Deke sidekick do the multiplicity VHS thing of like every generation gets worse? Yeah. What happens when you make multiple copies of the movie Multiplicity on VHS? It gets better. It does. <laughs> it sucks you in Pleasantville style. It's just simple math on that one. All right, and your next nominee from Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's a Baron Zemo. What if fucking Baron Zemo won a shishi? That would be wild. This one is, like, he makes sense. He came in handy. One, he's rich and has connections. So that's going to make you a good sidekick, anybody who has connections. But he did also turn on them yeah. at some point. So, Multiple, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. But so then he was a bad turned, dude. Like and he, then he was good. Yeah. And then he was bad. <laughs> I like a sidekick who's figuring his shit out. Mm-hmm. Keeps you on your toes. Every time he came back after betraying him, his reaction or his like, way to get back is like, <laughs> I mean, I'm better <laughs> what Zemo. What'd you expect? <laughs> Look at my old butler. He'll pour <laughs> you some champagne. All right. Your next nominee from Modoc, it's Gary. Gary. Okay, Gary's ride or die. So this is a true sidekick. I do think uh, if we had done this... Last week, if we'd done this yeah. shishi last week, Gary would not be on this list. Uh, He's really cemented yeah. his place. <laughs> this little armless aim soldier. But not many people could have like their their like I don't not hero. What is it when you're not the sidekick to them? Hero. The hero. Sure. Uh, they couldn't have them rip off their arm and still be ride or die for him that yeah. hard. The only person I can think of is Jason Todd. He's been done so yeah. dirty by Batman, it yeah. keeps crawling back. Crawling because Joker broke his back with a fucking crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your next your next nominee from Resident Alien, it's Zahar. Zahar? Over the Zahar, yeah. boy, who is clearly more of a main character, mm-hmm. she takes it down. That is awesome. That's how sidekick you, she rules. She's the kind of sidekick who obviously should be the protagonist in a different version of the show. Yeah, she's also the one who made sure, like, the kid just kind of, like, lucked out by being in the situations, and she put the work in yeah. to uh-huh. be included and, and was like, you're not going to cut me out of this. She has the talent, so he has the, like, born in whatever because he can see aliens, but yeah. she has the skills to make mm-hmm. it work. Yeah. This, this, is, this nominee or eventual win is all about the scene <laughs> in the... Uh, that convenience store, store where yeah. she's in line just like yes I'm biting tampons I'm real embarrassed don't look at me <laughs> alright and your last nominee from Sweet Tooth it's Big Man another new one yeah you just want to be welcomed into those arms just like Gus does <laughs> is this an interesting choice that like categorization here yeah I think this is the Pat is it Pat Dugan school of sidekicks where it is sidekick slash father figure yeah um, and like cause and borderline lead. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one who could, like, protect him and everything. Like, the, the, in this instance, the hero is very vulnerable, so it's all on the sidekick, pretty much, too. Yeah, but, but even he, Big Man, knows he's there for Sweet Tooth. Like, yeah. He's like, this isn't my story anymore. I lived, and it wasn't great, so now I'm just facilitating. Mm-hmm. He might actually be the only character that James Brolin hasn't talked about at the beginning yeah. of their story. Every other like side character, James Brolin says, this is where the story begins. Oh, yeah. And not him. I think because in the last episode, he's going to look and mouth the words a little off, and it's going to be like, I've been James Brolin the whole time. <laughs> I would not to spoil like the rest of the podcast, but I would say just like Gary, this week's episode's a sweet tooth. Help this guy get yeah. nominated, too. Like, oh, this was for a sure. Big day. Yeah. All right, guys. Are you ready for your winner? So ready. I'm ready. Your winner for the best sidekick is... Yeah, open that envelope. <laughs> we put it in so many envelopes. Wow. Uh, 
She's winded. The Academy says the winner is from Agents of Shield. It's Deke. 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 They said it couldn't be done. They said I don't remember that season that well, but gosh damn it, Deke is our sidekick. I, I I just love, I know a lot of people hate when like you win a lot of awards because it's your last season or when you win makeup awards uh, or you go to all-star games even though you sucked but you've been around for a while. No, fuck that. Give all of the old shows or the ending shows all the awards. Let's yeah. cheat. <laughs> well, cheat, cheat, cheat. <laughs> Hold up. Is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ending? Yeah, it's been done for like a year. A year. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, did you watch it? No. Oh. Also, we think Loki took it out of the MCU. That makes so sense. who gives a shit now? Okay. Yeah, it's but canon. that bomb might have brought them back. That's true. How are you guys going to handle when he can't win next year? Oh. We had so much new blood, and we'll he still couldn't. It <laughs> He'll find a way. How are you guys going to handle Miss Minutes not being nominated for Best Sidekick? Okay. Miss Minutes was on the ballot, uh-huh. and I need a clarification of how Miss Minutes is sidekick. Loki tried to hit her. <laughs> she she so badly wanted to be his sidekick, and he said, no, 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 only I can be my own sidekick. <laughs> you go back in the computer. All right, you guys, Deke has won another year. That's the pop filter way here. Uh, coming up next, we're going to the main event. <laughs> Episode 8 of Bodoc is full of robots. And it's up to the real humans of Modoc's family to determine who is real and who is fake. Surprisingly, they eventually guess correctly, but due to no one being able to kill a Lou, the family now has two Lou's. Episode 9 is a new chapter for Modoc, where he decides to be the ideal employee, which includes delivering mail and making sure the human race destroying Grumblegrome is being finished ahead of schedule. Austin has had a change of heart about destroying the human race, so he is trying to delay this launch. Tastebuds, I ask you, with us nearing the end of the season, do you think we will get a hero turn for MODOK, or is he destined to be a fuck-up murder machine? I think... It's a good question. I think that the whole season has done a good job of making him a hero in this world, like, relative to everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just fucking stupid and an asshole. Yeah. You know, like... He's just... He's bad at accomplishing things, and that's sort of the redeeming quality of him instead of, like, saving children from a bus or whatever. <laughs> right. Which he will never do. Where <laughs> Deadpool... And it's fine that they're different They're different characters. Where Deadpool does become a hero here yeah. in his mm-hmm. movies. Even though he's like, no, I'm not. You fucking are. Uh, where Modoc is... It is his humanity. It is his, like, impotent rage that, that makes you go oh you're just a real dude i've seen at the grocery store <laughs> <laughs> and in the mirror <laughs> oh. we know this guy um but with these episodes we did have the first one had tons of robots and i want to know is there a line when there is just simply too many robots well it's one right yeah for me yeah. one what? <laughs> fuck that roomba i would break that in half over my knee not even a roomba a roomba's trustworthy okay no. But he, there's a point where the Roomba is used and emptied into Modoc's mouth, like he was eating the shit out of. Yeah. What was he eating? Trash. Was it, was, was it trash or was it the crumbs of the food that he ate before? A mix. I mean, yeah, vacuums that, get everything. That was what was on the ground. So I was just, I was like, wow, what is he eating? Mike and I watched it together, and we asked the same thing. But this is important. If you are out there trying to be a professional TV critic, like all four of us are. Mm. Uh, you don't go back. Like you don't rewind ten seconds and find out. No, like, you just move on that's on the show. Yeah. The show should have known you'd whisper to your best friend how cool it is. You're watching a show together. 
Uh, for that episode, we did have. Could you guys tell that they were robots? Because it was really weird to have kids be that supportive of your parents banging. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like by what we could very clearly from the next room, <laughs> our family's getting back together. <laughs> I think yeah, that's good advice for anyone. Is that if your family's getting along. They're imposters. At least <laughs> one of them. Yeah. Yeah. What, what did throw me through a loop is when they were all running, they, they did get free from their shackles, and they all said the same sentence. It was like the screen was split into three, and I was like, mm-hmm. wait, why did they do that? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, shit, this is a good plan, Arcade. <laughs> oh, Arcade's here. Yeah, Arcade came in. There's a whole murder game they got going on. Um, where that murder game, was that like, did you guys find that entertaining? Or For me, it was a little too robot chicken, that whole game. I actually thought the exact opposite. You know, like the animation is always going to remind us, but yeah. I thought it was actually really well choreographed. Like, I thought it was a cool action scene for the kind of show that we're watching, or the kind of animation, at least. And not only was it a cool action scene, I did think that, because so weapons are strewn about a spinning carnival-esque room at this mm-hmm. point. Arcade is crazy. <laughs> uh, but all the the deaths and the murder and the robot chickenness was very character-based. Like, yeah. everything that was happening makes sense. Like, Everybody's like, we should talk this out. And Melissa instantly kills the other two Melissas. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, I know what kind of person she is. Yeah. <laughs> and she does like, at, I think it's before that. She says like, I'm essentially a sociopath. And you're just like, oh, that is it. That is what you are. <laughs> she knows herself. Which is like teenage mean girl. You know? Yeah. Like when you're a mean girl, you decimate everyone in your path. Oh, and she does. Words and weapons. But I wasn't sure. I think it might have been that, like, so many were taken out so easily. It is in character, but, like, the mm-hmm. one Lou took himself out. So many were so, <laughs> yeah. like, a lot were but just, like. That's so Lou. <laughs> it's very Lou. But it was, like, a very quick tidy up one where I was, like, I don't know if there was a purpose to this, really. Mm-hmm. We talked about this last week, but uh, I at least have, like, battled with finding Lou funny and not annoying. Yeah. And now we're at the point where I'm, like, two, sweet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's great. The, Let's get a third one next time. The two, who, none of them know. I assume real Lou is dead. Yeah. <laughs> the two robot loser, now the twins, had such Andy and Ollie vibes and Bob's yeah. Burgers. And they, I fucking love when they show up. Yeah. I was worried about there being two Lou's, but as soon as the, everybody was just like, oh, look at them. They're friends. I was like, yeah, never separate those two. <laughs> they did the wave together. I couldn't separate them. <laughs> Do you think that we're going to keep these two lose, or yeah. do you think one's going to die in the next episode? No, we the next better. episode, one is just kind of oh, there in the right. background. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we know that. Did they show them in the background? That's yeah. what I was trying to They're remember. They're just like at they... the t- table, table eating or coloring or something. God, <laughs> what the, what the best thing we could have. Because we are down to one episode, so we do have to have, like, we've got... Um, this grown machine is coming to... They're trying to make it. So do we think it's all going to come down to, like, this machine, or... I, I don't... Give a sh- like yeah. I, we've talked about how because we're watching in twos, and almost every week there's been one great one and one that's there. Mm-hmm. And so I hope next week's is good because the grumble focused Nexus, like the Living Corporation, where they're just like, by the way, if you haven't gotten what's going on, here's our whole deal for like yeah. a ten minute monologue. Blue, yeah, yeah. That w- that episode was definitely rough, except for Gary. Gary, saved yeah. It. Oh, Gary. <laughs> Gary and his husband. <laughs> Big Mike. Big Mike. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to go hunting with them. Um, but we do have, do we think like this new Murdoch is going to stay for the next episode? Do we think we have this like motivated Murdoch for at least one more episode? I think, I, I think they're doing this thing that is not typical of comedies for sure. It's more like prestige dramas of the second to last episode is like the finale. Mm-hmm. And then the last episode is like, Here's the new normal, you know, like here's the epilogue, the epilogue. And mm-hmm. like, we're, we're going to set us up for next year, next season. And yeah, I think that we'll have some sort of 
Everything will be going fine until probably like the last three seconds of the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do think that this is going to be like a pleasant waltz through a meadow. <laughs> Let's say. As a saying goes. Do you think that they're still going to be divorced? I hope so. Yeah. Jody. No, they need to stay divorced. <laughs> Sometimes she you got to stay divorced. She had real mom energy, like actual mom vibes of like, I don't care enough about you to sacrifice myself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't actually love you again. Like that was an imposter. So I'm excited for her to have her new... Modokless, Wonderman-less path. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, do we have... Uh, so, what other question was there? <laughs> oh, with Austin. Austin has been grading on us for a while. Yeah. But we're, now we get him getting a bit of a change of a heart. Is this helping at all, or is he still terrible? It gave us a dog giving a thumbs up and thumbs down throughout yeah, the I episode. Like I, I like that. I like that a lot. That. <laughs> and they filmed it as if it was real. <laughs> Like, as if it was live action, mm-hmm. where you would have a face, even though it's animated, so they can make the dog <laughs> just have a thumbs up and thumbs down, but yeah. instead, they did it like live action, where yeah. you would have to do it if you were filming it. Good touch. And and it gave us the Cronenbergian Austin dog oh, Jesus Christ. hideous yeah. combo. I don't know what happened right there. It's like, I feel like I shut off for a second, and all of a sudden, <laughs> he was half man, half dog. I know he loved dog, and dog, he's like, the one way to save it is if we came together. Yeah. And he, he hopped into Monica's tube thing. Yeah. And there they were. It was hideous. Yeah. The real question is, are we going to, did he die in this or do we have this fucked up? I think he died. No, they, uh, <laughs> they turned it back to normal, right? Yeah, they cured him. Oh, uh, okay. Did you guys relate to that though when he was like, all right, evil corporation, I'll do whatever you want. Uh, I just, can I keep my dog? And they said no. And then he was like, well, fuck you then. <laughs> it was first, uh, we make a suicide pack, me and this dog. And then it was, well, now you have to go. <laughs> The fucking suicide pack for the dog really killed me because it was peanut butter, peanut butter coated cyanide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dogs would eat the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh yeah, he'll love it, and I'll love it too. Well, you guys, we um, it's down to just these episodes. Is there any other major points to talk about here? <laughs> <laughs> Should this have been a shorter segment, Cassie? <laughs> yeah, it's good. This is good. Uh, excited to see a wrap up. Did not like. Uh, I think the character of, not Melissa, who's Modoc? Monica. Monica is also a bummer, and the fact that she cloned herself as a male so she could have a clone of her, like... Yeah. There's just, like, not enough time to care. It was, like, thrown in there. They're like, ah! Oh, yeah, they threw in her daughter out of nowhere, too. I don't yeah. remember there being a daughter, and Lou, I was like, oh. Lou and her daughter were friends. Yeah, they hung out, like, the yeah. teenage The teen hole. The teen, <laughs> teen zone, that's what The teen called. zone. <laughs> not I the cow zone, we, just for teens. I think we need more of the teen zone. I feel like that would be, that'd be good. I also, like, I want to give Monica props because... If you're a superhero, it's just easy to sit around in like an invisible suit like you're used to it. Uh-huh. But her just sitting there like so scared that <laughs> she's going to kill someone or that someone's going to see it. That's how real people would act. Yeah. Do we give enough time to Gary? Gary and his husband who have lockets. Lockets in the lockets of in a locket. Respect Big Mike the lo- deserves better. He does. He does. <laughs> but um, all right, you guys, we're going to see what happens in the finale. Uh, but Mike has been talking about a website, so I'm going to let him talk about his big idea for a website real quick. What do you got? Look, it's called bigidea.org. Okay. Work in progress. Backslash not a work in progress. This is the real website. And if you're like, I want to be an idea person, and you've never had one before, go here, put in three keywords. There's going to be three columns probably, maybe three columns and one horizontal thing. Oh. What's a horizontal column? A row. (laughs) I'm not a great designist, right? But I got a great big idea. And then it'll spit out, here's your big idea. And then you'll get to run and go to Silicon Valley and make all the money with your new big idea. Okay. All right. So it's like a random generator thing that will. Well, that 
kind of feels like you're belittling it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Idea creator. Okay. Out of random words that it generates from. These columns or rows that have all these examples, I'm is it just a row. giant list? Or do you... You, you, you... you put in three and then four because I did say the row. So you put in four <laughs> words that you feel strongly about and then it, it creates the big idea from there. And okay. maybe if it could go whoop, 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 and they all spin into one image that's like, here's your big idea. Now he's, now he's hit the money. Cassie, just remember it's our job to help Mike build his website, not judge how stupid it is. Okay, all right, yes. What? <laughs> well, no, I'm just talking to Cassie. Oh, okay. I am worried. Do you have to have a legal guarantee that it will make people like a million dollars? Like, what's the deal? Are they coming to these big ideas to make money? I'm not the legal guy. Okay. I'm the big idea guy. That's, and you, you're making everybody have the big idea, so I respect that. Um, Mike, from talking with you, it's clear that you shouldn't be in charge of making this website. So if I could point you to some friends, I'm going to say, I don't think you can, my friend. (laughs) That is supportive. I'm going to send you over to cybersprout.net because you know what? They're going to handle security. They'll be able to work with you hand in hand to put uh, the focus on collaboration and goal-driven designs. And uh, they got your back, man. You're a partner for the digital world. I like that. All right. Mike Mike actually does know that. We're trying to do a commercial, and yet when you said, I bet he can't do it, he still had to like, defend himself. <laughs> like, no, I can. I can. I just want you guys to know I'm acting a fool. This is a bit. I can make it. Don't I you worry. I can make it because I'm good friends with Cybersprout.net. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, I'm, be on the lookout for that website. It's time for our pull list, though. All right, we are back for the pull list where we talk about all the other shows we watched this week. First show starting it off is Sweet Tooth. On the fourth episode of Sweet Tooth, we get a peek of the modern-day Lost Boys as Gus and Big Man are taken back to the Animal Army headquarters. These two coming to the headquarters switch up how their leader, the Bear, wants to run things, which leads to infighting and Tiger taking over as leader. On episode five, Father Time, or Bald General, is stopping at nothing to make sure that the world gets the cure to the sick, which means he is killing the old doc and capturing the new. Being captured works for the doc, though, because the community was in process of burning him and his wife after they discover that she was sick. Meanwhile, Gus, Big Man, and Bear are trying to catch the train to Colorado. Taste buds, I ask you, would you join the animal army? No. (laughs) No sort of, whether it's pre-apocalyptic or post-apocalyptic, Foot Clan arcade where kids can do whatever they want ever works out nicely. The Foot Clan? You never wanted to join the Foot Clan? I did when I was a little punk-ass kid, and I was like, you know what? My pants' boundaries make sense. They kind of do. But now we're more like shredders at this point. Yeah. Do I want to lead an army of... Ferocious children? Sure. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to join. But if they, if I can just take over immediately, I, I will. Okay. You think you could gain respect from these murder children? Because, like, teenagers in general, we've talked about how they're terrifying. They say that they killed a lot of people. Uh-huh. I don't know if I believed it. I, I think I would just shove one, and they'd be like, oh, no. We saw them take <laughs> they, out a bunch of the last men very efficiently. I didn't know playing fucking Halo could make you actually good at killing. <laughs> when it's VR Halo, it's real life, Mike. That's when it's oh, real training. gotcha. And also when you have a giant-ass tiger that you could sick people on. That's also, I, I did not like these kids except for Bear, which I think was the show's point. Yeah. But they... Say they love animals, but that tiger is starving, chained in the dark for until they need it to eat somebody. That's yeah. not good ownership. It had like little boo-boos on it and everything, too. I was Aww. like, fuck these kids. Also, when we're picking animals, I would look that we have a tiger and I would be like, I'll be tiger. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to be attached to that. That made me think, do they have one of each of their names? So Flamingo's like, release the flamingo. <laughs> it just stands there. Not even like a, fl- a flock of them. Or one solo flamingo. One. Whoever had the goose would be the most terrifying. Yo, 
Jesus. I think though, <laughs> I think the episode did a good job. Like there wasn't enough time to get to know them. Um, like there was no reason to like I don't know feel anything about them. But I think it did a good job of realizing how much we rely on the fact that leaders are our leaders. Period. Like, yeah. We just like right. we just go with that. Mm-hmm. And if anybody, I don't, I'm not a Tiger fan. Like I think she sucked. Yeah. But at any point, anybody could be like, no, you know, Actually, like. Why am I listening to you? Right. Yeah. And she knew as soon as she made her hair that color and that fucking rad, yeah. she came for the title. <laughs> like, that's when the moment she decided she was like, I'm actually going to be this. And give it up to Bear, too. Like, Bear was like, uh, I'm going to throw my helmet or whatever it is. Yep. And nobody was listening. So she was like, I'm, I'm not fighting. Like, I'm going to go walk away. I hid slacks in a normal T-shirt in the woods and I'll go put those <laughs> on and leave. She adapted a normal life so quickly. She was like, I've been prepared for this. Uh, yeah, we're and waiting a long time. It felt like the show knew it, too, because... Bear was so much better with Gus and Jeopard than she was as like the animal leader, you know. Yeah, it, it does. Do you think the show is trying to say like because any group we've seen is bad? Is the show just being like pretty blatantly like groups aren't good? Yeah. <laughs> like do your own thing, guys. Anytime there's rules and anytime people are like, well, those are the rules. Both with the animals and then the suburban neighborhood in the second episode we watched. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, you should rethink rules, and if not, I guess have a civil war. Yeah. yeah. Their civil war did look like uh, lame LARPing, though. That was a bit of a letdown because yeah. it was like 12 kids just running at each other, like slapping each other. I was like, oh. Kind it was of. the end of the movie role model. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, was this what really got me in these episodes was the like contrast between like having these like ideal. There's always very pretty scenes and like them traveling across scenes, you know, is very pretty. But then you would have like these peaceful like the zoo sanctuary really fucked me up on this one because it's like a perfect utopia. Yeah. And then it all comes crumbling down, which, you know, it's going to like it's just anxiety when you see this perfect area. And then you know it It can only last so long. Then maybe the point of that is, like Mike was saying, groups are awful. But if they're not awful, then the reason groups are awful is so they can stay around. Mm -hmm. If they're not awful, then they will get taken over by other more awful groups. Right. You know? Yeah. It's an out awful battle. Yeah. Did I do want to talk about Bobby the Gopher? Hell Uh, yeah. I've noticed, I've been noticing this for a while. The show looks great Uh and it feels like a prestige drama. Yeah. That tiger looked like shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would have just kept hybrids a little more human mm-hmm. because this fucking gopher is ridiculous. It, the gopher is. <laughs> it also was crazy because so we've met, we've we've seen a bunch of the random babies yeah. uh, in the random first couple episodes. Baby. And then we got Gus and then we got Pig Girl uh, who we see grown up and, and not realize like I need to not assume everything's taking place at the same time. I'm finally on board with the show's like. We're going over 20 years right now. Oh, look at uh, Roland. <laughs> and, but these were the first, only pig girl at the sanctuary is more human than human. Uh, the yeah. rest of them uh, are just animals who wear hats. Like yeah. the sloth was full sloth. I want, at some point, I want Amy, who's like the nicest, sweetest, like she's going to be the mother to all the hybrids, mm-hmm. just to be like, too gross. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. You are a bug boy. <laughs> she did hear, she did get the call for the possum one. And, you know, it did seem suspicious, but I like to think it was like, I don't want a possum in here. Pointy oh. nose. <laughs> that tail? I don't want that. Does it feel racist or specious that, like, to name, to put the animal's name in their name? Yeah. Like, to just say, like, you're going to be. Piggy fat, and that feels weird. Well, like, yeah, I don't think Dorothy or something fat is a good name for anybody. <laughs> yeah, they should have workshopped that one a bit. Um, do you guys think they were trying to say anything? Like they had um, Gus, big man, kept pointing out that you know these kids, like they're so like aggressively fighting for this, but they have no experience. Like they didn't know the world before. Yeah, which like 
the kids are the kids are doing it wrong but the earth is dying so do like they're right about protecting the hybrids mm-hmm. but then like they're also like gusta or big man has a point like you have no perspective i i, I find that a lot where like i will listen to people younger than me talk about their hopes for the country or the planet yeah and if I don't cut them off, at a certain point, I'm just like, oh, no, shit, you went crazy too far. <laughs> like, you were doing so good, but this is insane. And that's I'm, – I'm so interested to see if, like, Gen Zers and teenagers are watching this show, if they're just like, Animal Army, and we're yeah. all old, so we're like, big man, because eventually you live long enough to do some fucked up shit, yeah. and you're like, well, I can still be redeemed. Don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a man. Uh, and then we I'm get to, hero. speaking of uh, people who have fully lost it, we do have to go over to the doctor because like uh, like we thought the wife was pushing. He was going to he was ready to find a hybrid and everything. And eventually um, it, it all came down where uh, he, they did get caught and the uh, community fully turned on him. But they, they, this community sucks for a lot of reasons. You guys talked about the pie. Eat. Don't pie at a neighborhood burning. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I love pie. Uh, but they're dumb because they're like, oh, we caught you at the fast food medicinal hole mm-hmm. all the supplies are still there and they're just like we're gonna burn yeah, them <laughs> like they're not smart no uh dr singh's decision though to uh start i guess like kill hybrids mm-hmm. like put them in blenders to make medicine i thought it was really interesting though like it made me realize that what the thing that dr singh doesn't know because dr singh is the hero of his own story yeah right? his, everyone is but what dr singh doesn't know is that we're watching hybrid stories as well right mm-hmm. so he's a human he's like i gotta save other humans not knowing that but we we like hybrids though yeah. like the audience does and it, it, i don't know it felt like a weird commentary on that sort of how racism works is that you don't think about the fact that there are other stories to be told yeah. you just think about your own story and your own people's story you know yeah um also that horse kick uh that's do, the moment do. like <laughs> Not even, like, let's go to moment of the year. <laughs> For all shows, this, this is the shushy. And I real thought, history. I hated that Karen bitch, and that horse is a goddamn hero. Just like, stop eavesdropping. <laughs> also, like, horses have, they have powerful legs, oh, but yeah. future horses have, like, mechanic eggs, apparently, <laughs> legs, apparently. That was an insane kick. It had a leg cannon. It just fired other legs at her. Yeah. Um, I, the horse, the way that the frame is, like, the way that it shot, I should have seen it coming a mile away, yeah. and I did not. It was awesome. It the, like it was shot to let you know, but it really made it seem like the, the way where he was chasing after her and the wife was there. It's like okay, so one of them's gonna pick up a rock and run. Like you knew she yeah. was gonna yeah. get got, but it really made you like focus on the humans. And yeah. the horse is like, "Don't worry, guys, <laughs> I got your back." Um, we're almost out of time, but I do want to talk about. So at the end, we do have um, Gus going into like a dream, essentially, or some type of dream, and there he gets to see Pubba. And also, he gets to talk to the general, and I'm confused. The general, like, does the general have powers? I don't think the general does. Okay. So Gus falls asleep in the middle of like the death poppies. Yeah. And straight Wizard of Oz. Straight Wizard of Oz, and goes through this thing. But like, so the elk appearing in a couple episodes ago, the spirit yeah. of the elk, if it was a real elk, and then this general thing. It does feel like all the hybrids are special. Mm-hmm. Gus is. Jesus Christ hybrid. <laughs> uh, he has like prophetic dreams and he can control things and we haven't seen that from the other hybrids. Yeah. They do keep saying like it started with this is a very special boy. So yeah. he's the specialist boy. Um, let's go to moments of the week though. Mike, let's start with you. It's, we already talked about the horse. It's the Bobby, the Bobby reveal. I like shrieked and hooted and was <laughs> delighted. It does look shitty and I think 
it's supposed to. Like, I love Bobby. He's <laughs> it, freaky. It looks like it's not just bad effects. Like, it looks like it's from a different show. Like, he's yeah. fr- friends with Lamb Chop. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they tried to put him in, like, a little Paddington outfit yeah. to make yeah. him cute, too. And I was like, it's not quite working. It should. It should be working, but it's not. <laughs> uh, you know what would work, though? Murder him, please. Murder. Just kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what about you? Moment of the week? Uh, it's. I mean, the horse is the moment of all time. Um, yeah. But I want to point out, I think we... We haven't really talked a lot about Jeffords performance mm-hmm. and they didn't just a lot of times shows will just be like, like, go get the mountain, you know, like just go get the fucking biggest person you can and then we'll just ride around him. Yeah. And that's sort of how I had thought up until these two episodes. Guy is delivering a hell of a performance. You know? Oh, yeah. He is not allowed to over emote. He's not allowed to lecture. He's not allowed to have the big performances. Mm-hmm. And so I think he's fucking killing it. Yeah, that he is for sure. Uh, my moment of the week is him teaching Gus how to fist bump. It was just so <laughs> pure and sweet. I loved it. Uh, that is it for Sweet Tooth. It is on Netflix if you want to watch it. Our next show is Van Helsing. Sci-Fi decided to throw a Van Helsing party this week, <laughs> airing three episodes in order to prep for next week's series finale. Whew. Taste buds, I ask you this. What will you be doing this week to prepare for the big event? <laughs> Uh, getting my best outfit, uh, dressing like a vampire, and going to a Twilight reunion. Yes! <laughs> I expect you guys to say nothing. That's a lot. <laughs> Doing anything but remembering Van Helsing is on this week. Oh, man. If you do want to watch it, though, it is on Fridays on Sci-Fi. Our next show is Batwoman. This week on Batwoman, Kate Searcy is reeling from the dual identities and coping by going on a bender, which lets you know there's still a lot of Kate in her. Meanwhile, Ryan thinks it means her time as Batwoman is done, and Mary goes to Alice for, to help Kate bring back even more. Except that Kate is still Circe, and it's all been a trap. What? Taste buds, I ask you this. If you thought you were two different people, how would you cope? Oh, my God. I don't know. I would. I, I mean, like, this, we're going to talk about this in a while, but I would just hook up with me. <laughs> well, she's one body. Still, yeah. Okay. I've hooked up with this one body a lot, my friend. <laughs> I know what it likes. Who has the better reputation, I guess, is what I would have to decide and lean into that one. Just become the one who has the Society better Society re- generally doesn't look highly upon Kate Kane or Circe Sionis. <laughs> well, you're right there. Uh, Mike, we, I know you caught up on these ones. What, uh, the last week was a good episode? Last week was fucking dope. <laughs> Luke this is one- sick of society and is Dealing it by revenge poker. He knows anything that means more to a cop is his poker prowess. And the cop that shot him, Luke gets back by being better at poker. And it really, the guy's like, this is about respect. And, and, and Diggle's just there. Diggle's in Gotham. And uh, it's just like, hey, I'm just trying to play poker. What do you guys, what are the, what's between the two of you? And they're both like, nothing. He's like, yeah, okay, but we're all just trying to play cards. What the fuck are you guys doing? It was awesome. It was good to see Diggle. That was a great episode. Was this there, episode was fine. Was there any like uh, allusions to the Diggle rumors? Like no. somebody like Oh, he's oh, there to see a specialist. Diggle? And he's like, Well, it's not the Green Lantern. He's going to Gotham General to see a specialist because he, he keeps getting specialist? He keeps getting headaches. Mm. Okay, okay, Green Lantern, okay. famous for headaches. <laughs> <laughs> As everyone knows. Uh so with uh this uh Kate and Circe trap, was it a like a big reveal? How'd the reveal pull it, off on this? No. She just she like hops on a motorcycle and they're like, All right, bye, Kate, you're getting better. Mm. And then she just runs up and hugs Roman and she goes, Daddy, it's working. So it wasn't like boom, boom, boom. It was just pretty quick. And I, wait, what? No, oh, that's a bit of a bummer. Mm. Um, what about Alice? Is Alice like, are they a big oh, old family? Yeah, Ocean Dead. Ocean Dead, and Alice is freaking out because she's like, Again? The third time in one year I think this guy's dead? <laughs> and everybody's like, Get over it. You kill people. And she's like, I'm becoming human. Respect me now. This guy's dead. <laughs> also, get over it. You're on a comic book TV show, dude. Like, 
Obviously, people are going to die and come yeah. back. It's fine. All the time. We'll be back again. Yeah, yeah, she looks at Mary, who's not like a Ra's al Ghulian, Lazarus Pitt doctor. She is a doctor in training. I think she's yeah, in med school a- and runs an illegal clinic. And she's like, but bring him back. And Mary's like, hey, girl, <laughs> don't like you. Wouldn't if I could, but I don't have magic powers. <laughs> Super can't. Uh, do, what about, let's go to moment of the week. Do you, what do you, what do you got? It's from last week when okay. Luke was the best dressed he's ever been because he stopped wearing a suit. He's just like, oh, I'm going to go into a cop bar. I got two jackets on. Fuck you guys. Oh <laughs> shit. Two jackets. Does he look better in two jackets or a suit? Two jackets. Mm. Was it one worn and then one tied around the waist? No, it was the, uh, like jacket hoodie. Wow. Yeah, it's a hot look. It's a good it's look. It's a good one. Poker's not going to make a comeback, is it? You guys remember like the early 2010s when... That's all people talked about? I hope not. Yeah, I super hope not, too. All right, Batwoman is on Sundays on The CW. Our next show is The Flash. On this week's episode of The Flash, Ultraviolet returns to Central City. No! And Allegra is determined (laughs) to find her cousin and change her heart. Meanwhile, Joe finds evidence that Kristen Kramer may not be the good cop she appears to be. Taste buds, I ask you this. Who would be the worst cop? Kristen Kramer, Kristen Seinfeld, Kristen Elaine, or Kristen George? Kristen George. Worst cop? Yeah, because he already has, like, short man petty syndrome. So he'd be a normal cop. Yeah. <laughs> like. I see him more as, like, a patrolman that spins his nightstick. Mm-hmm. You know, and doesn't really do anything. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Flash is Tuesdays on the CW if you want to watch that. Our next show is Lucifer. On episodes 514 and 515 of Lucifer, Chloe tries to wrap her head around what it would mean to be a supportive partner to God. Lucy has Gabriel go to Mama Trisha Helford's universe so all state daddy God can be with her again, which leads them to retiring in her world so now he can be a supportive partner. Meanwhile, Elle is wrestling with her inner darkness and Dan dies while helping out on Chloe's case. No! Taste buds, I ask you this, did Dan's death affect you far more than you would have expected? Yes! I was bawling this morning. Yes! So oh was my I! Oh god! <laughs> the whole time, I was just like, this is Dan. As like tears were on my face, <laughs> I was like, it's Dan. They can't be doing this. Like I can't be crying over Dan right now. He's one of the main characters. But he's always been like the laugh, ha ha. Like, yeah. yeah, it's it. I think they've done, and it's not like a lot. I think lesser shows would have the last two episodes would have been like, oh, let's make people care about him. I do think they've mm. slowly throughout the five seasons been like, he's a dork, mm-hmm. but he's a good guy. Like, yeah, yeah. They did they did a good job at showing just that he truly is like you know at his funeral, but he was talking about like how he's the best of them, and then he's always like there for everybody. Right, and mm-hmm. you're just like, oh damn, he really was the whole time. Like yeah. he was the butt of the joke, but in an instant he was there for anybody. So yeah. you're just like, oh my god, Dan. And because it was it, the whole show's always been Lucifer's redemption story, right? Yeah. So, but but Dan started out as a crooked cop, mm-hmm. and has now to like. So it's also been like. Lucifer, Maze, and Dan have mm-hmm. all been like, oh, wait, we shouldn't be pieces of shit and have yeah. turned into this. And Maze freaking out is one of the bit like, there's so many times that I cried. But Maze, yeah. she's just like, no. Like, yeah. Oh, shit. I think that was the most effective part of the episode is the fact that it's just, you didn't just cry once. You cried the whole fucking time because mm-hmm. yeah. it was just moments of just each one of the other characters reacting and then just realizing I didn't even think that of Dan. Yeah. Like, in you, it's like, oh, fuck, am I a fucked up person now yeah. <laughs> for not even knowing how much he did for everyone else? It's. I think it's hard to talk about episode 514. Like, yeah, there yeah. was sushi... <laughs> there was there was a whole retirement thing, you know, which yeah. I want to say God's retirement did seem a bit of a bummer. He yeah. just threw himself at a little barbecue, and I was like, yeah. this is a bummer. And Lucifer's like, what? And he announced <laughs> it, and we got to meet all the other angels at Learning. They're all yeah. douchebags. Yeah. All of them. In different ways. Yeah. The, and- 
the one we got the party one of course who yeah. is just there for the strippers and i want to say that actor did nail that role oh yeah. he was broy. yeah yeah we got a lot of the michael situation how michael's trying to pull all the strings and the mm-hmm. reason that god is i mean retired now is because michael's doing everything in the background right yeah so obviously the next episode is going to be a lot about that but i i don't know that kind of pulled me out of it like the dan dying and then the fact that it's probably Michael pulling the string somewhere right. over there trying mm-hmm. to get a reaction out of Lucifer. It, it does feel like Dan died because Lucifer, because he's been like, I'm becoming a better person, probably wouldn't try to go to war again. But mm-hmm. now, no. because of everything Michael did, one of his best friends is dead. Yeah. And so he's just like, the, yeah, the episode ends with him being like, this means war. And you're just yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah, I think it also gave him a better reason to be God because it is very the reason he was trying to be God total bullshit. Which right. I'm glad Chloe yeah. also got to call him out on that shit. Yes, yes. Because that, but the, oh, that was a devastating moment too. Where she, that one got me, where she was mm-hmm. like, "You're telling me my daughter is crying right now because you're an idiot," and yeah. I was like, "Oh god, my daughter is growing up without a father now because you yeah. and your insecurities because you don't know how I feel, even though I've told you." Yeah. Oh, that oh. that hurt, and then she just walked out. I was like, "You should have walked out, and you should have walked out a lot of times on mm-hmm. this guy." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but it did. So like that was his reason before, but now he has. Now he knows Dan is in hell and he, you know, he freaked out. He was like that's not fair. Like the rules aren't right. So mm-hmm. now that could be his reason to be God is to fix that system. I don't think people should be punished for eternity. Mm-hmm. But it does. Lucifer said there should be no pain on earth. And Linda's like, "Well, yeah. Let's pay. so it's not like he's instantly all in the right. He's going to mm-hmm. Lucifer this up a little." Oh, <laughs> like, for sure. Yeah. There's only extremes with him at the initial and he'll get there eventually. Yeah. But, you know, it's going to take some time. We do also have um Mazakine who wants to be Mazakine. Now she's <laughs> working on it. Uh her reasoning for it, they have some re- whack reasonings in this one. So this one is because she's afraid of her hell loop, which is her breaking up with Eve. Right. Which she, I still don't fully understand why she broke up with Eve. Mm-hmm. Because Eve can die. So yeah. she went, I would rather not be with you than have to watch you possibly die. It, it like her and Lucifer, even though they're ancient, it makes sense because they, they haven't had these human emotions because mm-hmm. it does. I think death makes life worth living. Mm-hmm. Uh, living forever would be bullshit. And they're just learning about real pain. That's yeah. not like physical pain. And mm-hmm. so she is dealing with like an eight-year-old, which is about when you learn. You're like, oh, my puppy died? Yeah. Mm, fuck that. I'll kill all puppies first. Uh, you know how we I don't, don't do that. I don't know if we've all done that, Mike. Um, I do have a question. Mike, you might be the only one who knows this. Is Chloe retiring to support Lucifer? Is that an adult move or a bullshit move? It's her heart is in the right place. Uh-huh. And she's extra- and like, she's like, well, Lucifer's been helping me. Mm-hmm. Now I can help him. But I, she doesn't know what it, will entail nobody's saying do you bring trixie to heaven like yeah she is doing the mom thing the bad mom thing we're like i think parents and single parents should have their own lives and have new romantic partners but you should take care of your kid if they're under 18 oh yeah uh, and so yeah i think she's she's overcorrecting. okay yeah. i would say and i like the ellis pissed at her everybody's just like what the shit and dan's just like oh i i mean i get it it's a, I know what it's about, but it, that was like, that was hard to take too. I was like, cause she's this career she's incredibly good at and loves. And I was like, right. you're just going to walk away from it. Like for him, I was like, that doesn't feel right. But then it also feels a little adult, but it feels whack. Mm-hmm. And nobody's like, you're retiring it. 35? Yeah, she was yeah. Like, She was giving that speech to everybody older than her. And I was like, you couldn't get a younger crowd. You <laughs> get the rookie class in. Come on. <laughs> All right, guys, that's about all the time we have to talk about this. So let's go to moments of the week. Caitlin, I'll start with you. 
Oh, my moment of the week is. You uh, should start with Mike. That's I'm, my moment. <laughs> Mike, what do you got? Uh, there, there, there was, there'd be so many moments of the funeral, but like the fact that everybody starts by grieving alone, mm-hmm. like when we get to the funeral and then they come together and like it felt very real having yeah. been to too many funerals. And then like Amenadiel's eulogy, I was just like, God damn it. Yeah. God damn it again. And then uh, Ella and Lucy holding hands and singing. God damn it again. At first when they sang, I was like, dang, they're really going to put any opportunity to sing in here. Right. But then it, it kind of got me. I was like, fuck, it is a good one, though. Yeah. You guys did do good. Uh, my moment of the week, just because I had to take away from those heavy moments, it was, uh, I think it was in the first one. Ella had to unlock the phone. She had to hold the phone up to the dead guy's face. Uh-huh. And uh, just the fact that they put that in there. I love that. <laughs> uh, Caitlin, you got a moment of the week? Yeah, my moment of the week is when Chloe... After everything that happened, she finally goes to Lucifer and like, you're a fucking idiot. Because yeah. of you, mm-hmm. my fucking daughter has to live like that. And it hurt. It hurt. I was like, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that one, like, Trixie isn't the best actor, right? Act- actress right now. But, like, the f- it's still, it doesn't take a lot in that role when yeah. you're a kid losing your dad. Like, she it doesn't- nailed that moment more than older Trixie. And it's the same actress, but more than older Trixie <laughs> has been nailing her parts. Yeah. All right, you guys. Lucifer is on Netflix. Our next show is Superman and Lois. This week on Superman and Lois, we flash throughout the Tentacular 2's meeting and courtship as Morgan Edge sifts through Clark's mind and learns everything about him. We end on a cliffhanger with Superman looking brainwashed, just like John Henry Irons predicted. Taste buds, I ask you this. How as the trip down how was the trip down memory lane? It look. She tripped over trip, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, We're going to breeze right past look, it. Clark and Lois are two of the most attractive, charming people on television these days. So was it nice to watch them meet each other? Sure. <laughs> but they also did. We You guys talked about last week that, like, you know Superman at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this really felt like they're like, oh, shit. You know what we never did? Play the hits. Mm-hmm. And they just shut up and play the hits for three 32 minutes of a 44 minute episode uh, okay. and just went like broad strokes, like almost panels, like, and even panels that the, this TV show has given us, where you get to see his cute homemade Superman outfit and he lifts the car up. The thanks. My mom made it adorable. We saw it early in the season though. Did, what about the, when he's an adult action comics, number one, where he lifts the car up and then there's the guy in the foreground that did that. Yeah. 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 Love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. But they did that this season already. Yeah. And, and then they kept being like, and it was, it was great to watch them fall in love. And you fucking, if for whatever reason, you didn't get it because you can't look at a married couple and see the love that's there. Uh. Assholes. Uh, <laughs> they they, let you, they, they you, let you watch them fall in love. There's a certain point where uh, Lois is interviewing Superman on air and her producer's like, I think Superman has a thing for you. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm in love. She's like, with who? She's like, the clerk. She's like, the fucking dork <laughs> over there. And uh, she's like, yeah, I just like... I hang out with him a lot and he like doesn't do his job and helps me with mine. That's not what she says, but that's what the show showed us. Uh, And then Superman hears it. So there were moments that were great, but it it was really weird because we've talked about like how great the show is because it's finally the modern Superman. You know, these parts. And then we find out Morgan edge had taken collapse. Clark put a little mind thingy on. So now he knows Jonathan and Jordan and Lois. He goes to the fight. He beats the shit out of Superman again and Mm. goes to the farm. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill you kids. Uh, So the last 12 minutes was like, it it matters to the season, but Mm -hmm. most of this episode was like, come on guys. Uh, Okay. Um, Let's go to moments of the week then. Uh, What do you got for it? Uh, 
Clark's admiration for Lois is at a certain point they're they're like he's learning how to report because he's from Smallville uh, and she's big city and he just looks at her he's like you're really good at this and just so much like adoration for not because she's kick-ass and charming and hot but mm-hmm. because she's fucking competent and awesome at her job and I was just like this is my favorite couple on TV. <laughs> And did they have a glass of wine at that point? Or was that pre, no, pre-wine? No, they're, they're working, Cassie. Okay, and it was oh, my 2020, bad. so you didn't just drink at work. <laughs> oh, my bad. Okay. It was just all four loco. Yeah. <laughs> Superman and Lois is on Tuesdays on The CW. Our next show is Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, this week's second part of Back to the Finale, the Legends decide the only way to save Sarah is to go back to last season's finale, which they literally call on the show, the characters say, last season's finale. <laughs> Shit goes wrong because the only way to save Sarah is for Sarah to save Sarah and for love to save Sarah. And love does as the episode ends with Ms. Lance finally proposing to Ava. Taste casting Caitlin. I ask you this. Would you believe that it got dusty in the room for me (laughs) and Mike, but two different parts of the show? Mm. Two different ones? Separate dusties. Let's start with mine, Mike. Did the proposal stick the landing? Was it everything you dreamed of? It It was a great proposal. I think why I didn't dust up, even though like weddings, I know it's going to happen and I cry. It was still, it felt like the show was like, we're going to do it. No, we're not. Ah, we're going to do it. So fine. I was like, good, they did it. Instead of being like, oh my God, they did it. Is this just because we remember our weddings? Like, did we do this before we got married? Cry? At, about like weddings and proposals. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, a, fu- I'm a fucking. A notorious bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I cry at every wedding. Uh, in true Legends fashion, too, I love how the proposal went off. It was awesome. Ava said yes, like a dozen times. And then earlier in the show, they had filled a mannequin with fireworks. Not a big deal, don't ask. And <laughs> Nate walks over to Bayrod and the camera and is like, did you take those fireworks out of the mannequin? And like winks at us. And then it explodes <laughs> right when they're proposing. This was, I know big importance stuff happened this episode, but I think this was an all-star, uh, like, enhancement utility player of nate nate was just in the background crushing it whether it's too much indian food diarrhea because he was stressed oh he was shitting most of the hour or snake pliskin from the future nate uh let's get to yours mike did this episode do its job of essentially explaining why sarah lance deserves her place on the arrow versus rushmore along with arrow the flash and wild dog yes yes they did i just am surprised you included the flash right uh wild dog for sure but yeah, I, I think like if you didn't know this specific episode lets you know why she is the fucking best. She is trying to sacrifice herself so a different version of what she thinks real Sarah is going to go back because she can't see the light inside of herself. So she doesn't have that cocky confidence. And it is in Mick Rory has only ever loved one person in his life, and that was Captain Cold. And now he has loved two people in his life, and that is Captain Cold and Sarah goddamn Lance. And that's when I got dusty is when he hugged her. And just these two, as Ryan said, goddamn future pirates, <laughs> just like admitted that they are the best of friends. Um, Spooner? Spooner. Spooner goes into the bar and says, I'm sure Sarah won't see me. And then Sarah walks right up and they have a conversation about what's going on with Spooner. Sarah, Sarah's all over her, gives her some awesome advice, is just the captain that she is. And then Spooner says, wow, you really are so cool. And in any other show, I would have been like, lame, like, <laughs> this is bullshit. And it was perfect. It was yeah. exactly what we were all thinking. And that scene interrupted the lame bullshit. Uh, Ava, real Ava, figured out the future legends. The oh, Back yeah. to the Future, because Bayrod puts a bunch of like equations on a whiteboard and just says Back to the Future 2. <laughs> <laughs> and so they are Back to the Future 2-ing. And real Ava goes and 
she's like, I know you're not my legends and blah, blah, blah. And she just takes their drinks. And it's like, so you're confiscating our drinks because we did bad? She's like, no, I need to get so blackout drunk. I don't remember this happened to mess with the timeline. That's awesome. And then she's just grinding up on a trash can. And that's when Sarah's like, that's the girlfriend I'm going to propose to. And Spooner's like, sure. <laughs> that's my girl. Um, it sounds like there was a lot of them. Is there another point? Yeah, let me ask one more question because I don't know if we talked about this, Mike. What do you think of Bishop's performance? And are you feeling uh, millennial Jason Manzoukas? Oh, <laughs> faux show. <laughs> He's definitely doing that. His voice is just a little less gravelly because millennials don't smoke as much as the older generation. <laughs> and the man bun. And the man bun. Um, but yeah, I love millennial. He is what Modoc wants Austin to be because he is making fun of a tech douche bro, but he is weird and wacky and bishop enough where Austin on Modoc is just like, you watch Silicon Valley, right? You get it. <laughs> and like, but Bishop, his own thing. And like, when you're making a character who's supposed to annoy your main characters, it's okay that he is fucking annoying on the TV. I think Bishop is doing Mike's impression of Oprah. I <laughs> oh, I don't like that the first time I've really seen myself in Legends is this dude. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, moments of the week. Mike, what do you got? Sarah is trying to tell Mick that she has to die and new cloned all human Sarah can go. She's like, you can't see it. And she, he's like, I see Sarah, my oldest friend. Come with us, please. The first time he's ever said please oh, in his no. goddamn life. And I'm going to cry thinking about it. It was magical. <laughs> Stay strong, Mike. Uh, Ryan, what about you? Um, yeah, let's get back to the Ava uh, drinking part. I love that the legends are all, we don't have to go through the thing anymore of like, this is so crazy that we're times they're all used to it now. And <laughs> one evidence is Ava walked into the room, seeing all of her friends and just like double taking and like, Oh, you're not my legends. Like, I know that you are from a different timeline or from the past and doesn't freak out. She's like, you guys are stupid. Like she gets mad at them. <laughs> the other one is all of a sudden different Nate who comes in wearing a trench coat and an eye patch uh, comes in and they all believe it. And he just says like, I talk like this and I'm doing, I have to be Constantine. And from the other timeline, they're like, yeah, man, we get it. And that he like he comes to warn them like of he's the Nate of the terrible future they create, but he also says, I'm gonna need this in a second and hands them a roll of toilet paper and <laughs> diary and Nate comes out and stares at he's like, Oh, I could have used that. Which means he is just mud butt. He did not wipe. <laughs> like... Oh man. Uh Legends of Tomorrow is Sundays on the CW. Our final show of the week is Loki. On the third episode of Loki, the Loki squad finds himself on Lamentus 1 on the day that this planet gets destroyed. The two now must work together to try and find a way back, and in, in the process, sort of become friends, maybe? Taste buds, I ask you, which power couple do you prefer, Owen and Loki or Sylvie and Loki? It's funny, because this is like the only show I've watched, superhero or not, that get, could get spoiled for me, you know? Yeah. Everything else, nobody cares. But if you don't watch Loki, any of the Disney Plus shows, then they might get spoiled. And the thing I heard was... This sucked because it was just two people hanging out. Mm -hmm. or, and then I heard a backlash of that. This was great. Sometimes it's okay for just two people to hang out. But the thing I assumed was that it's Loki and Owen Wilson. Yeah. Right. And then it wasn't, and that's what pissed me off. But halfway through, I was like, no, fuck this. This is awesome. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't want to damn with faint praise. They they were great together. Oh, yeah. yeah. But they're just not Loki and Mobius. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that doesn't mean shows should be allowed to be more. Than, it doesn't all have to be all Urkel all the time. Yeah. I think what they have, their fight scenes together, rad as hell. Oh, like yeah. them as just like a like a super villain crew is mm -hmm. very strong. I think this is one of my this is my favorite episode of the three so far. 
A hundred percent. And I love the dynamic between Sylvie and Loki. Yeah. Like, I, I guess a bit more than him and Owen. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. Oh, Wilson. I thought you I loved that. But... Our house. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Here's, here's why, Caitlin. I think I agree with you. And here's why. I was waiting for this. I didn't know I was waiting for this moment. I wasn't. I didn't know I was so excited. But at the table, when they're talking, there's a little bit of romantic chemistry. Mm-hmm. And that was so hot to me. And like, of <laughs> course, if Loki's going to fall in love, it's going to be with Loki. Like, this yeah, yeah. it makes sense. too much sense. So they're on the train, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're on the train. And, and the, the whole time, both Lokis are like, is it weird if I try to fuck myself? Yeah. <laughs> and the whole time we're watching it, we're like, is it weird if they try to fuck each other? <laughs> it's just the whole time I was trying to reckon with that. And and we get to see because like this whole show obviously that like Hiddleston plays the comedic evil so well mm-hmm. and his humanity here like he's vulnerable he's trying to not be so he is, does seem like a shitty little brother yeah. and then him getting plastered while she takes a nap and so she's upset but then he does the Thor another like uh, yeah. that whole thing and he gets the drunk breathing but like he is just so he keeps saying I'm a god he's so achingly human in that whole scene yeah. of like I don't want to think about all this stuff yeah. it sucks that people listening to the podcast not here live in the studio don't know that that's how we finish every drink yes yeah. we are gods and we're smashing that glass I think what works for them too is they have the dynamic where in this one like Loki is capable but with her he is like a bumbling fool mm-hmm. a lot in this and it made her where they have that dynamic where like you know the guy is like the fumbling fool and she, the one has the brains yeah so like that was also working for them in this one well the thing about Loki is that like he's not putting on airs or anything he really is unimpressed by everyone and everything yeah and this he's bumbling because this is the first time he's like damn like, yeah you're that's actually, pretty cool yeah because he thinks like he's like I wasn't told I was adopted and that's why I'm the way I am. Yeah. And she's like, I, everybody, like her life was darker and she grew up harder. So she is more capable Mm -hmm. because it's fucking like upper West side version of Loki (laughs) versus like LA South street. Like it, they grew up different and she has more skills because he's just a rich boy who thinks he's tough. Yeah. Do you know what too? There's two types of villains and that's the one who has no time for, fun yeah and the one that like sort of relies on it mm-hmm. you know and now we get to see them together yeah because she she's had a huge plan like we don't fully know what loki's big plan is except like world domination in some way but hers has had this giant plan like she said that was years in the making that right. got ruined like she has had a specific way to do it this whole time loki wants to be the in charge of time right yeah That's yeah what, ultimately what he's doing yeah but there's doesn't seem like there's a clear like there's no clear path for him. Like it's just yeah. like I'll find a way. Yeah, he's a master improviser and yeah. she writes her jokes over and over and yeah. over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it back to stand up. Was there a point in any of the conversations that it was a little too much like art of war by Loki? Like a little too philosophical, a little too No, I think they undercut it by because the, the their back and forth throughout the episode is what is love, baby don't hurt me. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> him being like, It's a dagger. Yeah. And blah blah blah. And she went she was like no that is dumb (laughs) like I think they undercut it well there with Mm -hmm. any of the philosophies did you guys know that Snowpiercer was gonna be this like influential (laughs) now Loki's trying to copy it yeah I love that Kevin Feige's like I watch a show nobody else watches (laughs) (laughs) Uh, nobody realizes how hot trains are right now let me get on this train game the train train Um, Kevin Feige's just a train boy at heart (laughs) (laughs) We did with this one, we got a very different aesthetic because we're out from the TVA, which has this like mm-hmm. boring futuristic. And this one gave us like straight futuristic uh, alien planet. And it still was as rad to me. Like I was still very into the look of this one too. Oh, and it looks great. Yeah. It yeah. looks really yeah. good. There's, I still, I'm still always week in, week out baffled by the fact that we're getting 
movies at home. You yeah. Know? Like this, <laughs> it just looked incredible. The only time it got a little sweet toothy uh, was when they were running yeah. through the, you know, that's hard to do, but the background of the planet was just incredible. Yeah. So the, uh, like the one shot when yeah. they're trying to get to the, so they're trying to get to the arc and Loki and Sylvie running. It was the best part of the water world show you've yeah. ever seen. Like you're like this, I do believe they shot this in one take and they're like running yeah. after stuff, but it still looked hokey yeah. oh my god it got me yeah that one yeah i don't know i didn't even think that i was like i don't seat. i just felt the chaos yeah. and then i was like oh i'm in it like i'm on the edge of my seat like what's going on i can't even see what's going on they can't either <laughs> i think two things took me out of it is one is because things are really happening and people in all black theater style are are moving things is they waited a little they're like and then, and then, and then but it was also, I get guards on the train trying to kick them off because tickets, and I've watched Snowpiercer. But <laughs> and Last Crusade. The world is dying, mm-hmm. and some people are just like, oh, no, and guards are still trying to beat them up. I'm like, yeah. dumb. No, no, no. Bureaucracy and class systems will always matter until the second the world explodes. You think so? You don't think the guards would be like, wait, we should all also run no. out of that arc. You know the people who are guards. Like, of course not. They're going to take that job to the last minute, of course. Well, that's dedication. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I saw everybody freaking about on the internet about is that we officially got confirmed by Loki yeah. and everybody is excited as hell. Do you think they'll do, like, is this is Disney going to pat themselves on the back just with this one comment and be like, we fucking yes. did our part? <laughs> Pride month, we did it. We did it. He's I hope Taika Waititi style, we get a three-way kiss with Mobius, Loki, and oh, Sylvie. Oh. It has Damn. to happen. It has to. Okay, um, this episode dropped on us the bomb that the TVA agents are all variants. Mm-hmm. Did you mm-hmm. guys see this coming? No. Yeah. Owen Wilson's love of the TVA wouldn't be like, let's make this guy love Jolt Cola and jet skis. <laughs> like, jet that skis. is weirdly human. And so, yeah, I, I think it was like, oh, this makes sense. You didn't think the timekeepers would want them to have like unique characteristics and things that they love, like jet skis? You no, didn't... faceless bureaucrats aren't like, I want my employees to have some personality and pizzazz. <laughs> like, I'll be dumb here. What? I don't, I'm not sure I understand the concept. Like, aren't we all variants? Of somebody else? No, we are the sacred timeline. And if we deviate, TVA erases us. And the real us keeps going. But instead of completely eliminating it, it takes a couple of employees. They take a few. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we don't know who their variants of. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's Could probably they all a- be Loki? Oh. Could literally every character on the show be Loki? I do want to see Eugene Cordero in the horn <laughs> trying to fight Captain America saying he's filled with glorious purpose. Just a pillboy Loki would be great. Oh my God, Yes. <laughs> All right, guys, that's about all the time we have. Let's go to moments of the week. Uh, Ryan, what do you got? Uh, I've got two. One, um, Loki laying it on thick as Patrice. Like, yeah. he, he thinks he knows how humans act. And so he disguises himself as this lady's husband, just on the verge of tears, be like, I missed you and I love you. <laughs> of course, he gets blown away. Uh, and then, um, what's her name? Sylvie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Her line is, Loki says, like, why are you mad? I got drunk. I'm, I'm hedonistic. And she's like, I'm way more hedonistic than you are. <laughs> I love that pissing contest of most hedonists. <laughs> oh, Mike, what about you? I, I do. Uh, one, I want to give it up to Marvel for uh, truly adapting things because Sylvie and Lady Loki are two different characters in the comics. Mm-hmm. And for them to be like, they're pretty similar. Fuck that. They're yeah. the same person now. Smart. Keep doing that shit because mm-hmm. it's 80 years of continuity and it's confusing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I always want to shout out to the choreography and her just fucking badassing her way through the TVA. Oh, it yeah. was Daredevil hallway level like. It was like there's so many punches in these shows that like you barely hit them, like mostly miss and like it just swings. 
You felt like every thud yeah. that she yeah. put on something. Oh, yeah. Way tough at all. She like ran up a wall for a second, too. Oh, was, yeah. It was rad as hell. If you're in a fight, run up a wall. Because oh, <laughs> people are going to stop and be like, oh, shit. Oh, they can do that? Uh, Caitlin, what's your moment of the week? My moment of the week was on the train when the Loki and Sylvie were talking about their comparisons and like mm-hmm. with their mom and like how they were connecting with that and how their moms were different and how they were growing up. And it's like, oh, yeah, my mom taught me magic. She told me I can do anything. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's how yours was. My mom told me I was like adopted. <laughs> yeah. And just their comparison and that connection with them and like realizing the differences between each other and the similarities. There was a really good line reading there, too, where when Loki's talking about his mom, she, he says like she was purely decent mm-hmm. and sort of like looks away because, you know, he's sad and whatever. But also it was like he was realizing that he knows what that means. And chooses not to be it, or yeah. by nature can't be it. The yeah. person he looks up to the most, he's like, "Oh, I am least. L- oh shit, yeah. <laughs> we've all been there. We've been adult. Threw up champagne and cookies <laughs> everywhere. Another, another. Uh, yeah, that is my moment of the week. It's when they you see like them bantering back and forth, and they're talking about your mother, and there's like, "You sure she's your mother?" And she, uh, he was like, "No, actually, I was adopted." And it was just like that moment of like, mm. there you really got their banter there. Uh, Loki is on Disney Plus on Wednesdays. That is it for our poll list. So coming up next, Ryan, you interviewed some people. I did. And it was awesome. It's from a podcast called uh, So Is He Captain America? And that's what their big quest is, is to figure out if they can find which one is Captain America. They think that maybe the comic book movie world is a little too full of vanilla blonde white guys. Mm-hmm. And they're a little hard to tell. No, yeah. but at least all their names aren't Chris though, right? Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> it is, Mike. It is yeah. uh, legit one of the funniest origin stories for a podcast I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to play that interview right now. Thank you, Cassie. I'm here today with Brandy and Jess, the co-hosts of So Is This Captain America? Close. The podcast is, did I get that? So wait, hold on. So, so wait, hold on. Is this guy Captain America? You're, keep going. He's that guy. Yeah. So wait, hold on. What the hell? Falcon now? Is that was that the name? Could you imagine if we just changed the entire title of our podcast? That would be <laughs> Brandy. Can you just say the name of the podcast, please? Uh, so is he Captain America? And you kind of got to give a little bit of a whine when you say the words Captain America. <laughs> so it's H E E E E E, and then wine Captain. So is he Captain America? Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. You got okay. It. Uh, first question that everybody wants to know: Have you guys figured out who he is? Yeah, I think we're good there. Well, uh, I feel like it's a trick question because... Especially now, right? At the end of the last Avengers movie, is he even... Does he... True. Is he a thing anymore? True. And if you know... Unclear to me. Yeah, and especially because, like, like, I know Jess has caught up, but, like, normally we don't watch the TV shows, we only watch the movies, so, like, if we just went on the end of Endgame, we would forever not know who exactly is Captain America anymore. Brandy, I'm going to get to that point in a second, uh, that you don't watch the TV shows on a podcast that is strictly about TV shows based on comic books. That's super interesting to find out just in this second. But why don't, uh, Jess, I'm going to go to you. Why don't you tell us about how the podcast started? <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll, we'll do. We'll oh, do. I feel a story coming. This is actually uh, another version of this story can be found in our very first teaser episode. So uh, it was the weekend that the first Wonder Woman movie came out. And Brandy and I were at a mutual friend's like house party. 
and we're standing with a group of people and everyone is talking about like, have you seen Wonder Woman yet? What did you think? Did you like it? Whatever. And I'm just kind of listening, but I had seen the movie and, and for a little context, all of our friends are, and I say this with love, exactly the nerds who would be Uh super into that. We all went to film school. Sure. Like everyone at that party basically went to film school. Went to film school. Yeah. So, and they're all like having a pretty detailed conversation about the ins and outs of their expectations going into the movie and whatever. And I just kind of start laughing to myself <laughs> until someone looks at me and is like, what's so funny? And I said, I'm going to be honest, I was about two-thirds of the way through the movie before I realized that the guy in it was not Captain America. <laughs> and I was like, in my defense. His, name, a, his first name is the same as the guy, right? Guy, he's an American guy in the military in ye olden times whose <laughs> name is Steve who fights for good and whatever. And I literally, like, it was, like I said, well into the movie before I realized that this Steve was not our Captain America. And I got, like, in my head I'm going, you know, there's the big reveal moment when, like, she comes with the shield for the first time. And I was like, why isn't he being like, oh, my God, twinsies, I have a shield, too. Let's do shield stuff together. Like, it's so weird that he's not telling her he also has a secret alter ego that's not so secret. And then I started to kind of piece it together, and then Brandy starts laughing back at this house party. Now, wait, hold on. Just for context, yes. did you know Brandy at this point? Yes. Or did, yes, did, yes, yes, did yes. she see you just snickering in the no. corner and be like, oh, I got to talk to her? No. We did know each other. So then Brandy starts laughing when she hears me, like, admitting that I thought that Wonder Woman also had Captain America in it. Like, hold on. What we have a uh, handsome blonde from ye old times uh-huh. named Steve with a shield. And, yes. and Crash is a... How much are you to blame here? Crash right is a fighter. Uh, they Very. both have a, like, fighter pilot guys, right? Yeah. They're both and fighter they're, pilot yes. guys. Bomber jackets. Yeah. They're fighting They're evil. handsome. I, yeah. But, like, handsome in the most vanilla, basic white boy uh-huh. way. 100%. Right? Played by men named Chris. Yes. Right. Steve played by Chris. We got yeah. a thing going on here. Yeah. Yeah. I, d- I feel like it's not my fault that I didn't know that one is in Marvel and the other is in DC. So then Brandy at this house party uh, decides she's going to back me up here. And she chimes in with, oh, my God. The exact same thing happened to me. Yeah. I was two-thirds of the way through the movie before I realized that guy is not Captain America. And then everyone is laughing at us. We're laughing at ourselves also. And then I don't remember who said it to who first, but one of it us was, was Ryan. Like, it was Ryan oh, yes. who said it to It was yes. me. Not you. <laughs> yes, oh, it not was me. you oh, who yeah. came into this party Yes, and said this should be a your podcast. head in through the window. And we're like, hey. Uh, ladies. Uh, <laughs> So Ryan, a different Ryan, said it'd be funny if you guys did a podcast where you just talked about how confused you were in all of the superhero movies. And we were like, done. Sounds yeah. sounds good. I got to so say, then, so many of the best podcast premises are like yeah. uh, somebody else, some yeah. third party being like, you two should do it. Because if you say that we should do it, that's like egotistical, right? Yeah. You got to wait for the you got to wait for the Ryan of your life. Yeah, to be like, yeah you should like, do it. The people are dying to hear my thoughts on 
the Blade trilogy. And like, I feel I like didn't you and I kind of went back and forth for like a month or two of like, should we actually <laughs> do this? Like, is this is this a terrible idea? Oh, it's a terrible idea. Yeah, we should do it. We should one hundred percent do it. <laughs> to a certain type yes. of people, saying saying uh, Steve or Chris Pine's character, Steve, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Steve that, Pine. And I think that's the thing that we kind of fought in the beginning is everyone was like, oh, you confused your Chris's. And it's like, no, 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 no. When no, it comes I to, thought the character was yeah. Captain America. And when it comes to a very good looking man, I can tell, I usually tell them apart. I know my Chris's. I know the difference between all three mm-hmm. of the Chris's. But like, give me two guys named Steve and bomber jackets that fly planes and then crash into Wonder Woman's world and don't get injured from how far up in the sky in a plane that probably wouldn't stand that crash in today's world? Wait, I'm now remembering the second part of the story. And if you do go back and listen to that teaser episode, you can tell me how much of this I'm about to remember correctly. But I admitted that this wasn't necessarily the first time this happened to me because we live in Los Angeles. So one does see celebrities out and about, you know, and I was at a bar with some friends and I see someone walk in and I was like, oh my, who did I think it was at first, Brandy? I think I said, oh my God, I think that's Captain America. You did, yeah. And my friend was like, because apparently I think everyone is Captain (laughs) America. And I, I said this to a male friend of mine. I was like, oh my God, Pete, I think Captain America just walked into this bar. And Pete looked and he goes, no, that's James Marsden. Oh, Jesus. Like, that's fucking Cyclops. That's a different superhero. Yes. <laughs> that's what it was. At first he was like, no, that's so-and-so and like said his comic book name. And I was like, uh, and he's like, James Marsden. And I go, so you're telling me he's not the same guy who's <laughs> Captain America? Honestly, like, based on talking to you guys no. for three minutes, if somebody <laughs> gave me this premise and had to find two hosts of this show, I would go to you two. Like, you you feel perfectly that. suited. You <laughs> you have you have handsome man blindness and you have uh, comic book blindness. Yes. Uh, to a lot of people, probably a lot of those film nerds that you were talking to at that party, <laughs> to say that uh, Captain America is in the DC universe is basically like saying, is Trump... A yeah. Democrat. Oh, yeah. It was and blasphemous. you guys just shit on their whole party. 100%. And uh, <laughs> we have a good friend of ours, and uh, AJ has told us multiple times that she will be listening to the podcast and just screaming at the at her car of, like, that's not DC. That's not just, like, screaming at us. So it's now okay, so point of pride. This is why I'm a big fan of you guys is because the way that you talk on your show – You'll be like, is Captain... Just for an example. Not that you would say anything like this, but just for an example. Is Captain America DC? I can't remember. And you know that the type of person that would listen to your podcast is having Uh a fucking seizure (laughs) in their car, and you guys move on and do not care. Do you guys get off on that? Does that make you feel better then? It's kind of funny. I wouldn't say I get off on it, but it does amuse me. I I will say that. I do think at this point, though, Justin, I have learned... Kind of who's in DC and who's in. I think so. Sure, the base. Unless you go like deep and then forget it. No. No. All right, I'm going to play a little game right now. I knew it was coming because we're going to talk about rapport. Uh, Brandy, we're going to start with you. Okay. Why do you love being on a show with Jess? You have one word. I have one word. Oh, you just use five. Shit. Yes, (laughs) one word to describe her as a podcast co-host. 
And I just want to point out that I've never done this on an interview before. I just thought of this right now. <laughs> That's going well. Um, That's five more words. No. Like, <laughs> I'm having a hard time with one word. I'm going to cut all this out so it's going to sound like you thought of it immediately. And, you know, just to show the difference in our personalities, I'm immediately like, yeah. I got my word. I'm, I just got just so if you can't see us right now, Jess is, like, sitting on her hands being like, oh, my, me, 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 me. <laughs> Jess, why don't you go? Why is it awesome to be on a show with Brandy? Go, Jess. Fun. Okay, fun. Brandy, you seem fun. Thanks. I like fun. I And I, Jess seems. Jess is intellectual intellectual <laughs> not when it comes to comic books when it comes to everything else <laughs> Jess is one of the smartest people I know and that's why I love having conversations with her oh is that I, an insult Jess I couldn't put that, that in no, one word at first I was like it does make me sound like a bummer but eventually <laughs> yeah. it, it turned into a comic I was like yeah. I couldn't think like of Jess one always word. brings up the holocaust yeah. cool <laughs> uh okay so but Let's go. Let, let's use that. Let's delete everything I, we just did, and then bounce off of that and go to camaraderie. What was it about that one party? About you guys? It's like let's say first ten shows that you were like, okay, we can do this. I think because we brought such a different point of view to this, and a lot of these movies, I think Justin and I were also seeing for the first time, especially like obviously the ones that came out in theater, but even when. You know, we have a, a we have a bucket that we pull old comic books or I'm sorry, old um, superhero movies out of, and we'll like Blade. Her and I had never seen Blade, even though that movie came out a bazillion years ago. So I yeah. think um, not that the comic book universe needs a new point of view on anything, but I think you know, Jess and I do maybe bring a point of view that some people don't like. <laughs> Okay, Brandy, I'm going to need you to refrain from saying that the comic book universe doesn't need a new point of view. I think it's because you're going you're gonna to decimate like 36% of all podcasts going right now. So let's settle back on that a little bit. But for it me, is, like... I think being generous to suggest that that 36% yeah. of people are bringing a new point of view. <laughs> okay. You're right, for sure. Jess, one more time. Tell us about the podcast and where we can find it. It is called, So Is He Captain America? You can find it... Any place podcasts are found. You can follow us on all of the social medias where we are at S-I-H-C-A podcast. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we post a new episode every month. And we started out with the rule that if a new comic book movie was coming out in theaters that month, we would go watch that. And if not, we'll just draw at random a movie title out of a bucket because we had our friend Ryan put together a list of every comic book movie in existence. Mm -hmm. We have since bucket. vetoed some because we decided we needed to narrow the scope to be about. Cause I did want to, I wanted to ask uh, yeah. the road to perdition. <laughs> so exactly. Uh, history, Howard, history of Howard violence. The yeah. duck is Hi not, we're like, it needs to be. Super so superhero, hero, classic superhero. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So they're all in the bucket. We draw out a movie title at random and 
watch that. And that, of course, leads to even more confusion because that means we are watching things out of order. And if you are a true comic book fan and specifically an X-Men fan who's just looking for a way to drive yourself nuts. So sorry. Listen to Brandy and I get lost in the various timelines of the X-Men watching them out of order. Look, all that Uh, matters about the X-Men is that Rebecca remains Stamos. Her body yaddy yaddy is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Woo. I call it Rebecca Remain Stamos because I would yeah. like you to remain in my bedroom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will say that um, I almost had my wife do this interview because she is married to a nerd. Let's just say. Let's just say. <laughs> it. And uh, this podcast is your guys' podcast is the perfect like go between of people who are having to deal with either people who know nothing about shit or people who know way too much about <laughs> shit. Yes. You guys, you listen to you guys' show, and then like that is that's the that's the the thing that brings them together. You're welcome, Brandy. <laughs> top three hair metal uh, albums of all time. Before we go, oh, <clears throat> look what the cat dragged in because that's what got me into hair metal. Uh, that's the name answer. of an album that is rock and roll. Look what the cat dragged in, yeah, it's poison. Because that's what got me into rock and roll. That's what got me into hair metal. <laughs> What's okay. the band? Poison. Okay. Poison, of course. Um, okay. She says as if, duh, everyone Poison. should know. Come on, guys. <laughs> um, and Justice for All, because Metallica was my first concert. Uh-huh. And... Mine was the Ninja Turtles live on tour, but we're not talking about me. Keep going, Brandy. Solid. I like that a lot. And then I would say maybe not the best album, but the one that I play the most would be Rat's Greatest Hits. Brady, Jess, so is he, Captain America. <laughs> Find it on all your podcatchers. Ladies, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks so much for having us on. This was fun. All right, we're back from that interview. Ryan, I don't, I can't remember our rankings. I, it's definitely, I think we can still say top three for you. Do you know what my secret is? Uh, let them talk because mm-hmm. the guests are interesting and... I'm whatever. I'm proud of you for realizing that, and that's a big step for you. So Ten years in the game. I just figured it out. <laughs> Look at this big boy. All right. Um, but that is it for our show, so it's time to just plug stuff right now. Uh, we got some websites. We got patreon.com slash filter. There's a bunch of bonus segments on there. I get to run a cast pin every week, which is uh, my personal torture to Mike and Ryan, so go definitely go check that out. Um, we also have amazon.com slash filter, and that gives us a little bit of a uh, cash. So I know you're already buying stuff. You got to buy stuff. You got to buy it the easy way. Go ahead and send us some cash. And other than that, yourpopfilter.com. It's where everything your pop filter lives. We also got some other shows. Ryan, can you tell us about those? Yes. Uh, this is Superhero Show Show. Make sure that you have subscribed, rated, and reviewed it. That really helps us out a lot. While you're there, search for a movie of the year where me and Mike... And other people discuss what is the single greatest movie of any given year. Right now we're doing 1975, and it is a blast. It is the best year of all time, it turns out. Um, And then, of course, The Unnatural 20s, where you can find Caitlin and Cassie and somebody else. Surprise guest. It's McKenna. Her name's McKenna. Um, (laughs) Every week, they roll the dice to see how they're going to get through their 20s. Yeah. And it's it's going, you know, it's happening. Yeah. Uh, we also, and as I always like to say, twenties are almost over. What are we gonna do with the title? That's hilarious. You guys yeah. are old. And as I like to say, fuck you. Um, <laughs> we also are on social media at your pop filter on Twitter. Hit us up. It's a very good feed, if I could say. 
Check that out. Follow that feed. It's great. Lots of things about poop and boogers. Yeah. Our, our go-to and offspring and Smash Mouth. Never forget our branding. It's very strong. <laughs> um, we also have an email. Contact at your pop filter. If you're watching these shows and want to share your opinions, go ahead and send us an email. Next week, we got a banger of an episode because it's going to be the season finale. So many season finale, you guys. We got Batwoman, Modoc, Lucifer, and Van Helsing. And on top of all of that, I get to talk to the Shipping Room Pod. So uh, be sure to turn in for that. For Mike, I'm Ryan. For Ryan, I'm Mike. For me, I'm Caitlin. And for me, I'm also me. Bye, everyone. Bye.